Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens when the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. It has been another week and uh, girls tired. I am tired. I think uh, I have the vid for those that are out there. That's the COVID. Um, I wore a mask, but I came in contact with someone who uh, in nine times out of 10 has the vid that should not have come in contact with me, but I love them anyway. I can feel the sickness. So it's either Lamont, either I'm sick or I have a, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, psychosomatic symptoms because I right. think I was exposed and I probably more than likely was like, you know, it's, it's wildfire. The uh, Omicron variant is spreading like wildfire. Um, mm. That's been what's going on. And um, we're in non-traditional instruction at the moment, which means uh, our children are at home learning from their computers and us parents are learning how to day drink appropriately. <laughs> so that doesn't yeah. impact our watching our children or our jobs. Yes, yeah, been a lot. It has been a lot. By last Friday, I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it. I was going to turn myself into the fire department and see if they could find me a good home. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, you're trying to turn yourself over. Yo, the abuse I endured is not. That's not okay. Not mm. okay. There's a reason why children have to go to school. It's for us lazy ass parents. Well, I tell you what. <sighs> yeah, no, I, really I understand. Can. So uh, similar things. Um, except um, I can verify that my family and I did. Uh, we we do have COVID or had COVID, I guess, depending on when you're listening to this. We are all vaccinated, booster shots, the whole nine. And um, I think probably earlier in the week, I started feeling that same type of little scratchy throat. And in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I probably just, you know, had, you know, I'm probably just overthinking it. So I started, you know, getting prepared. I had medicines. I drank, I drank some tea and all those good things. And um, next thing I know, um, I just started noticing everyone in my family kind of was making the same statements. And um, one thing turned to another. Next thing I know, everyone in my family had different symptoms, though, as things kept going on. Certain people were having stomach issues where they couldn't eat. Others were having congested noses. And uh, for myself, it was really just uh, like a cough. It was really just a cough the entire time. And from there, it was also uh, both my kids had both started playing organized basketball. And we were really excited for their first games. And, you know, due to this, we, we missed those. But, you know, everyone's, everyone's good. Uh, luckily, we haven't had any, you know, surprises with it. Everyone's kind of had very mild, very, very mild symptoms. And uh, you mentioned uh, the NTI learning, 
And that's, that's been very trying, mostly because even after the NTI, we've been all stuck in the house together, even closer because we're all sick. So we're trying to avoid going anywhere, even outside to get the mail even. So um, I do want to say thank you to our, to our tribe and our community. Uh, that includes your husband as well for uh, traversing and getting things for us. I do have to say it was very funny uh, catching him on my ring doorbell, uh, driving the stuff off of the doorway, checking the deuces, getting on back to the car. Uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, I would have done the same thing, but you know, I appreciate you know just having our tribe and our family to be able to help us out in this moment. If anybody is looking for more kids to help with NTI, um, I will gladly pay for a bubble for my kids to come to their house because this NTI stuff is just crazy. I, I don't know how long we will uh, be in NTI. I do know that I have some inside information that as of yesterday, almost 300. I will, you know what? I, I might be wrong. Let me let me get the right number. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get you the right number. Yeah. They have 692 teachers that are sick of quarantined. Oh, wow. That was yesterday. 692 teachers sick of quarantined. Sheesh. Wowzers. Wow. Yeah, it looks like we're going to have another year. Well, I don't think so. And so, so um, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to hear this podcast five years from now. And be like, they were so wrong or they were so right. Right. So I think what happened in South Africa, there was a four to six week spike. And then uh, it began to level off. And I think at this time, at this moment, I think New York is experiencing that that uh, leveling off as well. And they mm-hmm. were, I think, the first area to kind of get that Omicron variant. I think I could be wrong, but... Uh, Bear with me, people. I think I have the vid. Um, and so we're hoping, well, um, we no one knows for sure, but uh, clinicians are believing that we'll have a, a four to six week spike and then it'll start to, to flatten out over time, kind of replicate what's happened in South Africa. That's the hope. Yeah. Uh, but I guess population density and all the other good stuff plays a role. Um, but I hope that's it. I hope that's the, and I'm, that's the last variant. And I hope somebody isn't listening to this like, well, shit, you didn't remember out variant alpha delta beta and the whole planet <laughs> is fucking destroyed. Like, I hope that doesn't happen either, but, uh, that, that's where we are. So, mm. all right. I guess we need to get right into it. Oh yeah. So. I don't know. So Lamont and I were talking before this episode and we might, do you want to do a twist or I have a truth and I love it. I, I'm going I'm to go with my truth. I want to go with my truth or go with my truth. Y- y'all might get a couple extra truths tonight. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I'm saying. I might get a little extra, extra. So um, I was prepared until I started looking for some information, but here we go. This one is titled, I want to yell at my wife to stop eating so much food. This woman has gained over 80 pounds since we have been married. Since I've been home from work, she ate an entire family-sized lasagna, four tacos, a bowl of ice cream, 
and is currently eating chips so loudly I can hear her across the house with the door to my office closed. I just want to go scream in her fat effing face, stop eating. I legit do not know what to do at this point. I am done putting energy into our relationship if she's not even going to take care of herself. I'm sick of watching her stuff her face. Our grocery bills are out of control. I take our child and dog for walks every weekend and she never comes. I have a decent home gym and follow a uh, workout routine. She spent thousands of dollars on a Peloton, a Peloton and has used it maybe four times in the last year, all while paying the subscription fees. If she can't get her shit together or at least show me the, that she is trying, I am taking our son and leaving. Life is too short. Hmm. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, that is heavy. So there's a couple, there's a couple ways I have to, I guess, look into this. First things first, uh, from a mental aspect, of course, is the first thing that came to mind is he didn't really get too deep into where she is mentally. I don't know if this is during the, um, during COVID and what we're dealing with right now, which, you know, there's been a lot of conversation on how people are handling, dealing with the stress of COVID, whether it's from eating or working out or whatever it may be, you know, people are dealing with their vices in different ways. And, um, I don't necessarily even want to say, I just cut you off. I wasn't intending to. I thought no, we were going to rest. There, I do have some additional information because there were some edits, uh, some comment updates. Do you want to uh, hear some of the updates? Yes, please. Context would help. Well, you know what? I want to hear your rating and then see if it changes with the updates. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I was saying um, if this is during COVID, I know people have been dealing with their vices and a lot of other things and trying to figure out ways to cope. I guess being isolated could be something potentially about a loss of a job, could be direct issues in their marriage that she may feel that we're not really getting her point of view on. So I don't know because as we've talked about before in the past on the show and just in our friend group, I don't know. I know a lot of times when we speak about marriage, people say for better or for worse and all these other things. And I don't know how much people actually hold themselves to those uh, to those points as an agreement. It seems like those words, I don't want to say they're flippant when people say it, but I feel like there's a lot of asterisks there when people say those words. In this instance, he seems very passionate about it. He, he seems very steadfast on his point. So, Lamont, what do you rate this? So, for me, um, initially looking at this, from that point of view, I will admit the amount of food does seem like a lot. Like, I don't even know how else to say it. It seems like it's a lot. I would say it's a jalapeno to me. I feel like there's more to it. So my initial thought without more context is a jalapeno. I'm interested to see where my thought process is after you provide that further context. Hmm. And I'll give you the context now so that when I give my opinion, because I've, I've read it. And so... Uh, right. My opinion is different than yours. So mm. it, it'll, it'll be interesting. So here is some of the, the updates on that one. It is uh, that he and his wife have talked about this issue and she was in therapy. 
She has seen doctors, has has had a nutritionist and a personal trainer. Think of it. At the end of the day, it's just laziness. And her laziness affects my life and that of my child. This is not what I signed up for. And I'm mourning that loss. Mm. Anger is a secondary emotion. I recognize that. What I'm really feeling is deep sadness about the situation, not just for me and my dreams of what life should be, but also for her and our child. Whether or not we stay together, he'll have to navigate his own complicated emotions towards us and her choices. I have been supportive of her. I try to get there to the help she needs. Mm. Does that change anything for you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it does. I mean, honestly, like I said, without without certain context, the the hard part becomes is you have to you have to assume certain things. And for me, like, you know, you get through some of these stories, you you know, you see stories like my six hundred pound life and shows like that and all these other things. And, you know, people, you know, you kind of I guess without even meaning to you kind of get these assumptions about these people. A lot of times people's, you know, first assumption is that someone may be lazy or something like that. And as far as this conversation, you know, knowing that they did go through the processes of going through trying to get a nutritionist and a nutritionist rather and um, trying to seek help, not just from a nutrition standpoint, but a mental standpoint and him trying to reach out and him being supportive and trying to help her is, you know, that definitely does to me, it does change the spice rating. I, I feel like to me, the whole, my whole intention of being married, I understand that there are going to be good and bad in, in the marriage. And you just have to deal. Uh, you have to try to work through things with each other. Certain, um, like there's a certain understanding as far as my position, that things aren't going to always be perfect, that there is going to be a uh, trial and error. And, you know, for me at that point, I, I, I'm I'm leaning more towards a a poblano at that point. So you're, you're oh, not quite. It's a, closer to a bell pepper. So it's it's not as spicy as you initially thought. Yes. Okay. Interesting. There we go. So here's my opinion. Before even reading the update, I have a very different way of thinking. I understand when we get married, it's for a ritual board. Dev do this part. I get that. But I also recognize that that's unrealistic. That when I made that decision, when I said that commitment, I said it not understanding what that really meant. Mm. That's just the truth of it. Because we hear those words and we think that it's it, we know what it means. But you don't know what it means until you don't like that person right now Mm. for a couple of weeks because of a behavior or a decision or something they did that impacts me or whatever. But they still need to be here or have to be here because that's a commitment I made. While one side of my brain says this is a, I would probably shot chilling thinking, you know, you need to be there for your wife. You need to yada, yada, yada. The other part of me makes it a bell pepper and it's a strong bell pepper because I need us to be realistic. Men are different than women. 80 pounds is a lot of weight. 
Homegirl ate a whole family size lasagna, four tacos, and what? Dude, I could barely, and a bowl of ice cream. I could barely keep my composure by reading it. Real talk. There are people out there that if you literally saw your significant other every night eat a whole fucking pan of lasagna and four tacos and breathing heavy and they mad and it's unrealistic to think that that will have a player a toll on your life and your relationship. It then goes to the step of, did I agree to be miserable for the rest of my life? Because see, when I said I do, I do under the context that this is how I'm going to feel. Mm. That's how I walked into it. Now, I don't know if other people walked in like, no, I understand. I understand that means that they may gain 80 pounds and fucking eat a whole fucking loaf of of a Costco size thing of lasagna. And I'm good with that. Or they never wipe their A. I say that, but there's somebody out there experiencing this. Yeah. That is at their limit. And I hate that. It's uh, really, I'm probably moving towards anti-marriage. Now I'm not going to divorce my husband. And when I say anti-marriage, because really there's such a stigma. If you get divorced, there's always this, you, you quit, you lost, you failed, you whatever. But I see it differently. If if we went into it, listen, we're going to stay married as long as you do your part and I do mine. Mm. When you start tripping, I might start slipping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. just be honest about it. Like, I'm in here not till death do us part, but I'm in here till misery, until you mm. decide that you're never going to do anything to try to help. Then until you decide you're going to be, you're not going to be a present parent or you're not going to be, you're never going to get a job or you're never going to, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, um, well, all these things. Yeah. That changes things a little bit. Yeah. It is not the death to us part. It is until you show me that, or we decide that we no longer want to, make the other feel as if they are valuable and important. Mm. Yeah. So I can, I can see that. So when I think of it from that lens, I'm a, I'm not a man, but I understand that men are physical and they it's sight. And, and, and the thing is not all men like the same thing. Not all men want women to look a certain way. So when they find the woman they like the way they like it, maybe there's a lump or bump here, but they good with it. If they good with it, they good with it. And when they say, okay, baby, I'm fine with it. Don't have to be insecure. Cause if they weren't, they would stop. Cause they're, 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 they see, they use their eyes. So yeah. if I'm gaining 80 pounds and you know, the same can be true for me. So yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's, it's weird. I feel like some of, some of it, is like, and, and I, like I said, I don't know. Some people might get mad at this. Some of it to me is the social conditioning of today where a lot of times, as and this is speaking as a man, a lot of times, even though, like you said, I, I know 100% I am a visual creature. I can't, as much as I would like to be more altruistic and sound like, no, ma'am, it's your mind. Like me and my wife have had those conversations. Like, yeah, visual is one of the first things. Social conditioning, especially in this generation, in this time frame, has kind of 
told told a lot of men that we're wrong for thinking that way, that we that we shouldn't do that, that it's demeaning and all these other things. But it's like I can't unfortunately, no, not even unfortunately, I can't go against nature. It is what it is. That doesn't mean I have to act out on it in a way that's disrespectful. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go club some woman over the head or anything like that and drag her to a cave. But my nature is still my nature. So being that that's the case, you know, part of me, when when you initially said it, I did kind of go, that's a lot. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, all right, well, I have to, I also have to think of the con- context of I have a mother, I have a, I have a daughter, I have friends. I'm, I do a show with a friend like that is a that is a woman. And it's like all those things that have been pushed for now, they kind of have a negative as well that people don't really think of is to me. There has to be a line between not how do I say this? There has to be a line between being honest with someone, but not being honest in a malicious way. And that balance tends to get messed up where we tell everybody that everybody is a king. Everybody's a queen. Everybody's perfect. Mm-hmm. No matter how you are. And it's like, well, no, you, you can be flawed. And it doesn't mean that you have to be belittled because of your flaw, but because someone is upfront about the flaw you have, doesn't mean that they're doing it to be mean. They're just, it can be that it's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. I, and I, it, And I know my view is probably one that is unpopular and I'm comfortable with that. I think that you're right. You don't get the space to be able to be authentically yourself sometimes because people judge you um, because it's not PC. And then we have this unrealistic notion that any and everything that I want and desire is okay because I'm a woman, but any and everything that men are only allowed to desire specific things. Like that doesn't make sense to me in my head. Mm-hmm. It's unrealistic to assume that men can change their nature as far as being attracted to women or not. That's an unrealistic thing. Unrealistic if a man believes a woman has to to fit a certain model, you know, there are extremes to everything, you know, you're growing old together. That's one thing. And, and, you know, you're 60 years old with hair growing out of your ears and you expect her to be a size two unrealistic. My whole point being there's a double standard and I don't think it's fair. I know that there are extremes and there's exceptions to every rule. Mm. So my assumption based on my little myopic experience is that we had to find a place where men are allowed to have emotions and feelings. They get to be a human being and they get to be who they are. It doesn't mean that men are, can, should be abusive or take that as a, a protocol to expect women to be a certain size and shape That's not what I'm saying. And that's an extreme of the pendulum as well. It's just being able to treat people who men the way they are like a human being. Like I got two boys I'm raising and y'all got these little fast tail heifers thinking uh, if he cries, he's not a man. What kind of ridiculousness? 
Yeah. And, and I know there's a far stretch, but what happens is you get in these positions where he looks like the bad guy because, you know, he, as he stated, he's mourning the loss of what he thought they had. Mm-hmm. And on her side of it, I'd give her a bell pepper too. Because, you know, it's easy to judge. She may not even see the 80 pounds come on. Just one thing at a time. She, and the, the compulsion to eat that much food requires some help. Yeah. I mean, because it's sometimes, you know, and I am a ex-binge eater. I, again, clinically diagnosed. I had to go to a program and understand why I, why I had these compulsions for food. And even when I was full, I would still eat and mm. get sick and then have more room to eat. It's the sensation of the food going in. And not until I got some serious help that I, I not understand. So for her, again, I'm only speaking from my own experience. I can imagine there's some serious issues going on. And it's even when you recognize what it is, it's not necessarily easy to fix it and change it. Now, for me, over the last one, two, three, what, August, what, six months, I have lost 70 pounds. I'm like two pounds away from my goal of, of not even being like, like making to go. Like two pounds would be the least I've weighed in the last 10 years. Like that would be the lowest weight I've had in the last 10 years. It's taking time. It's slow. I'm happy with it. I understand the damage that I've done and I'm way all the way on a whole tangent that I got to get back. So I'm not, and my whole point of me saying this is that it's not, I'm not judging people. I have been there. I understand. It's not easy to snap out of it. And in something, it's not something you can snap out of that compulsion that that cognitive behavior you've created has to literally be untrained and it takes time. Mm. And so I feel sorry for both of them in that situation. Um, yeah. But then again, I, I think marriage vows need to be changed and, and not to death do us part. And hey, that sounds terrible out loud, but it's until again, I'm no longer a priority that, w- that we no longer have the same goals hopes, mm. dreams, and desires. Cause that can yeah. happen. Like we, we only have, you called it a marble. We only have a short time on this marble. Yeah. Why be attached when we don't have the same hopes, the same morals, the same, we don't have to say anything anymore. Uh, Cause yeah. I promised when I was 22, my brain wasn't even fucking fully developed. I promised that I promised Again, I'm not advocating everyone go out there and get a divorce. I'm just saying, don't feel guilty if you do. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying no one else has to live your life and your consequences. Yeah, don't go out there and leave your good husband. Be out there and be mad because hey, sh- out there for my friends telling me that. Listen, listen, I have said it clear. My husband, he going to have to leave me. And then even after he leaves me, it is not going to be like, you know, uh, we over. Like, uh, where my key? Like, where, where my key? Where my key? So I'm not going back fishing. I'm good. We gonna work shit out. Like, we gonna come to some arrangements and change some agreements. And I ain't going back out there fishing. I'm good. It's, it's. I'm good. I see some of the stuff y'all deal with. That. Lord, Ohio. 
Okay, so I'm way off that, way off the tangent. It's all good. Lamont, what is your confession for this week? My confession this week is actually a self-confession. I don't have a title directly, so I guess on the spot my title is going to be I've gotten too damn old to do the things I used to do. So for anyone who's known me over the years knows I love spicy food. Absolutely love spicy food. Vicky, you've known me for about a decade, if not over now. And I have tried every kind of hot food there is other than cheeses. Goes, I mean, that's part of the reason why our show name worked and why our scale worked. I've had every one of these peppers. <laughs> so this week we ate at a restaurant and I'm not going to name the restaurant because they do not, um, advertise for us if they want to they can you know send over some information and we can sign some things and then we can make a jingle if we need to but um anyhow it's a restaurant here uh local oh, that's here i don't want to say it's necessarily local but they serve uh, natural hot chicken and i proceeded to get the hottest uh level they had today and um yeah so i found out that at 32 my body and my organs aren't set up the way they used to be and it seems like there used to be like some filters inside of me that would allow me to eat these um things in a safe manner but even as we are recording my body is being beat up because of eating the hottest level of chicken they had I've had ice, I've had ice water, I've had room temperature water, I've had milk, and I've had two different kinds of bread, and nothing's helped. I've cut on fans, I have <laughs> stepped outside, and it's cold outside to help. Um, I was really rubbing ice across my face earlier from how hot my lips were. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not done with hot sauce, I'm not letting it go, but I'm not trying that again. And that is my confession. That I'm too damn old to be doing what I used to. So you know, because I know you, so th- this makes it different. Because I know I know your affinity for the spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that almost every time like we have traveled together, almost I feel like there's been a hot sauce store of something. You know, even when we went a few years back before the vid, we went to a hot sauce thing in the mall. We're all trying hot sauces and stuff. Like, yeah. I get you. Yeah, I think even a gift that got you some hot sauce. Like, I, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But I also understand, you know you're getting older. Like, you know you're not, you know your right knee is starting to act like you don't want to wake up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I know we had something hot not too long ago, and it, it was way too hot. And it, 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 okay, this is months ago. I say not too long ago, but COVID makes my memory slip. But anyway. Right. I'm giving you a Thai chili. I am I am judging you. You knew that it was too hot. You knew it. But wait a minute. Here's the thing. So what he hasn't told you all is that he didn't stop at the first piece. He went on to that second piece. That last piece, he just gonna let that stay. I'm gonna I'm leave that alone. See, the thing, I'm judging you because you kept going. You couldn't feel your lips. You knew when you started chewing that it was, mm, that's hot and that. that. You know, like it tastes good, I think. You can't even taste it. You can't even taste it now. It's like, but you kept going. I'm judging you because you kept going. Your body said, stop. You was like, I'm going to get the second one in. I'm going to make, I'm going to get my money's worth. 
Not look, yeah. not all money's good money. <laughs> yes, I, you know what? It was a it was definitely a bad investment. I I, I really thought I was in my head when I ordered it. Kind of just ordered it nonchalant. It's like, yeah, I'll be fine. Ate that first piece, and that's when I first originally went and got water. Now, mind you, I hadn't even looked at myself. Um, after that second piece, though, I'm in the I'm in the bathroom. I'm looking at the mirror, just standing at the sink, and my eyes are red. I have hell sized beads of sweat. I'm contemplating whether or not I need to write a letter to my family to apologize for ending my life because it felt. So so bad. Oh my god! Um, not, the, not the letter. Not the. I not didn't know if I was going to be able to record today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. I'm keeping that as a tie, tie chili. Uh, I, yeah. I, I hope you've learned your lesson. If you ever had to come back to our show and say, "I tried the hottest level of something else," you're going to get a reaper. Like, see now, because the here's the thing. Here's the thing. That was that was going in. Mm. It's got to come out. Yeah. It's part two. It's like judgment day. <laughs> part, bad decision day. Part two. <laughs> Man, children, this is an example of consequences. Just when you think it's over, because his mouth's still hot, y'all. He's still sweating. Just when you think the consequences have reached fever pitch, Mm. we now have to have an exodus. Now, for all those that can't understand the euphemism, I am not going to explain it. I choose not to be graphic. But yes, yes, I am reminding him and preparing him mentally like, you know, go ahead and baby all that runway up. <laughs> get, that, <laughs> get that ready so that won't sting so much. Go ahead, get that ready. Get a, get a little film of protection before it even starts. That way it minimizes the burn. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. that's sage wisdom. Everybody out there, how do you stop the burn? Some people are like, I don't, I don't start the burn. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, uh, my Yotis doesn't like pepper because it's so spicy, you know? Mm. Yeah. So he would never do what you did. Mm. Uh, I'm proud of him. So what would you rate yourself? Because I am still going through it. I, I'm, I'm not going to give it a, uh, I'm not going to play games with it. I'm definitely going to say it's a Thai chili. I knew better. Um, I know better. It's it's um as a matter of fact, my daughter had a thing in school today. It was a KWL chart, and it's what you want to know, what you are, what you know, what you want to know, and what you learned. Um, so I'm gonna give myself a KWL chart. I know my daughter may never hear the show because our age le- the age level, but um, I I knew that it was too hot. What I wanted to learn was could I still do it, and what I learned is that I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have to snort like that. Wait a minute, I want to write this down on a post-it note. Hold on. <laughs> so it's like I, what I know, what I want to know, mm-hmm. and what I learned. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this: I will probably utilize this in my job somehow. I kid you not. I kid you not. Lamont were and I were briefly talking about this before we started recording um, about being humble enough to know you can learn from anyone. There's so many opportunities around us, but we think that there's a hierarchy 
that people who are younger than us can't teach us something. People who don't know your field, people who don't have the same title. Like you can't tell me nothing. You ain't never did this. You can't say nothing. I think that it's such a terrible um, injustice we do to ourselves because we're limiting our ability to learn from other people. So I learn all the time. So, so, uh, Lamont's Otis, she taught me, uh, Oh girl, I, I think it's the smartest thing I ever heard. Uh, so we all have a system in our house that, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, gets many, many, many dollars from. And uh, when you say her name, she activates and I'm avoiding it because she will activate. And his Otis calls her old girl so that, you know, she can talk freely without having it activate in another room. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So people start calling this device old girl. I know where it originated from. That is absolutely (laughs) brilliant. And I, I use that as a small myopic example. Excuse me. She's eight. Again, COVID just messed me up. She's eight, but this small myopic choice, this small choice in listening to her really has helped me to the point, as you know, I just went all the way around by not saying the thing I needed to say. But now if you ever hear me say, oh girl, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Such a small thing. And so uh, I say this, I'm going to say it. So it sounds off putting in the beginning, but I, I met the man that's going to change my life. Um, and I mean that from a professional standpoint, um, today, I know instantly I can see it, visualize it, manifest it, whatever you want to call it. And I will call it to action. There's very little that I can't accomplish. And it sounds real when you say it out loud, like, ain't you got a husband? Yeah, that he changed my life a long time ago. That's a different kind of, that's a different thing. But having someone that can help me navigate a space where I'm foreign, where I, I when I don't have all the tools, um, is invaluable. But what's interesting about this person who I know is going to change my life is uh, they are if in the hierarchy of my organization, a few ranks below, but in this conversation, first conversation ever, I'm asking this person, can you be my mentor? Mm. And, the, and I point that out is because his, his title has nothing to do with his credentials. And if I wasn't, smart enough to because people get caught up like oh you can't show me nothing you can't teach me nothing you're not on my level because you get caught up in these titles and you get caught up in, uh, with surface level stuff you if you have conversations with people with the intent to really understand them and not put them on a level of you're too young you don't know what you talk about you got this job you don't know what you talk about your degree came from here you don't have a degree we box and, and silo everyone out in reality we could just be learning from each other so i am here to say like someone who in my organization who probably should be over who could be over my organization let's be clear 
could be absolutely over my organization. And it's evident and it's clear and it's, it's a level of confidence I want to, and, and want to aspire to. But if I was ignorant and I thought that my title meant something, I could miss, miss the mark. Mm. Or it'd be another, it'd be, you know, another 40 years or, you know, when you see a thing, you know, a thing, you feel a thing. I, I, I got it. So, yeah. So I will say what I know is that this person is going to change my life. What I want to know is how it's going to happen. And what I learned, what I learned is that keeping myself open to opportunities, no matter what the vessel looks like, it's what's going to make me propel myself to the top. Mm. Heavy. I like that. So that is all that we have for this week for Pick Truth. If you liked today's show, help us out. Subscribe and send the show to two of your friends. If you've not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, and please don't forget to rate and review us wherever you subscribe. Uh, one more thing. Message us at picktruthmail at post.com. We love to hear from you. We love to hear your confessions. And we'd love to have you on the show. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. <laughs>